0: Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zinache. I am a conduit, a coach, and a catalyst who launches humanity into greatness by providing resources that are going to stimulate mindset changes and replace limitations with possibilities. So today we're going to be talking about two topics, and we're going to just kind of go all over the map because uh, we have some interesting people in the room, some interesting lives. So we're going to start off talking about faith because it is... This holiday season, it's Christmas coming up. We're just a few days out and probably everybody's in the Christmas spirit. I've been doing a lot of Christmas vending. And so faith to a lot of people can be a negative word. You know, um, people think about differences in faith. They think about division, Mm -hmm. you know, but to me, um, faith is that power that gives you the strength to move forward. It gives you the ability to dream. It gives you the ability to see what cannot be seen with your eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think as artists, we have to have faith. As business people, we have to have faith because most of us start out with just what is in our head an idea and nobody believes it but us. Mm We have to have the faith and we have to have the faith when everybody says it can't be done or it shouldn't be done. Um, so yesterday I was at a coffee shop, day six coffee house, and I heard the owner say, people said to him, why would you all open a coffee house in the middle of a pandemic? Nobody's going out. And he was like, because I had faith it was going to be successful. I had a dream. It was a beautiful coffee house. I love the vibe. I'm going to go back there. But when you know, you know.
1: Hmm.
0: When you feel it, you feel it. You know, I was listening to um, Oprah Winfrey, Super Soul Sunday. And she has Cicely Tyson on. And Cicely Tyson said, when I read a role, I have two feelings my skin tingles or my stomach churns. And if my skin tingles, I do it. And if my stomach churns, I don't. And I have the faith that I know in my gut, what's right for me, you know? Mm. And so you picked a topic of faith. I mean, um, why did you pick that topic? And is it because you feel like, you know, like Cicely Tyson was saying, what's right for you. And you have, that faith in yourself and that faith in your decisions and your intuition
2: yeah faith is the substance of things hoped for and with the evidence of i was just reading it in the bible um i pick faith because it, it just has so much to do with doing anything outside of the norm you know what i'm saying most people go to work punch a clock pay all their bills do everything they supposed to do, and then do anything outside of that. I think it really takes some faith because I'm a full time entrepreneur, so it's just like you know, it takes faith going on stage in front of 50 people or 500 people, whatever it is, and knowing that you're gonna make all of them laugh. That takes some faith. So it's just I can go on and on. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get a little bit.
0: <laughs> so this is Mac. You funny, and um, I love his logo. Can you, cameraman? Can you shoot in on his shirt a little bit? Show us that shirt, you know. To me, when I look at your oh, logo, you okay. um, stand. No you want me to move it? When I look at your logo, um, it's such a big smile on the character <laughs> and is the
3: same smile. <laughs> I
0: know, and he's got the microphone, and he just looks super confident to me. I mean, to me, confidence is another form of faith. And wait, wait. They gave it to me. Somebody on
2: my live. <laughs> faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Thank you, Smiley. Awesome. For awesome. Yes. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> so much confidence. It's like, you know, when I look at that logo, I'm, I have faith mm-hmm. that you're going to be funny. Oh, wow. I have faith <laughs> that, that. I mean, it just it just looks like I'm going to have a good time listening to that guy. Mm. So, um, how did you come up with the name, Mackie Funny?
2: Well, my nickname is Mac. I've had that nickname for years as long as I can remember. Um, and when I first started thinking about even doing comedy, I had created a comedy page. trying try stand up, and everybody tell like Mac, you funny. Like Mac, you're funny. Mac, you're like crazy. Wait, kind of, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, We can try to keep it clean, but if uh, I just have to
0: mark it explicit, I just mark it explicit. Nah, a, you know, I, so I can do
2: clean. Okay. Yeah. So it's like Mac, you funny. Like. Mac, you're funny. Like all day, people would be telling me how funny I was, and they always say my name before they said, like, Mac, you're funny. So I just kind of took that, that's what I was hearing, and put it, and it hit. But when I first started doing comedy, I was just Mac, and I was just put Mac on flyers, and they'll put like Mac the comedian or whatever. So it was too short. So my Instagram name was Mac, you funny. So I kind of just ran with that.
0: But you know, it's an affirmation too, because every time mm. somebody says it, they're affirming mm. your 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 comedic genius, and mm. you're affirming it yourself when you say it. You know, and then your name also um DJ G Z. I can't even say it, DJ G-Z. G-J. G-J, <laughs> G-J, G-J, the GJ. Gifted G-J. Joe. Yes, so I love that gifted Joe. You know, so how did you come up with that? See, I like names. My name has a lot of faith hmm. in it. Zenashe, you know, hmm. for those people that don't know. I guess I'll do this poem and I'm gonna come back to you and ask you about your name. My name is Shea, and I will now unfold the story behind that name and the lessons that it holds. 20 years ago, I worked my way through college ed. Waitressing, I paid the bills. Three jobs in all, I bled. A day arrived so full of strife, co-workers craved the pill that kept a smile upon my face Mm. when they all wanted to kill. What are you on that gives you rest? I need some of your zen, they stressed. I smiled and just confessed my fate is all i need fast forward 10 and once again a day arrived with rage and in the midst of chaos others marveled at my grace hung around embraced my calm my total centeredness again they intoned zen you be but i did not see that in me until i embraced my destiny i had to give in it took me 20 years to see the purpose of my life to calm and soothe and to inspire, to dim effects of strife. Ashe came next, a word that means so be it, like Hmm. amen. Yoruba in origin, it bonds me to lost kin, yet deeper still like Shayla written in the Psalms, it means be still and meditate on what you read, ponder long. Yet even more, it means my words exhale with force, they live, they breathe, they change the world, they alter my own course. A writer and a poet, this name states my destiny to exhale living, breathing words that change humanity, that encourage people to consider truth and challenge them to grow. Because at the end of everything, self knowledge must unfold. And so now you know my purpose and you understand my plan. You've just entered the state of Zen, never be the same again. Mm. So, thank you. Yeah. So, talking yeah. about faith, you know, when I came up with, well, I've been called Zen. You've been called Mac your whole life. I've been called Zen since college. People are like, oh, you're so calm. Let me go hang around you. Let me get some of your Zen. You just yeah. calm me down. Just talk to me for a while. Man, talk
2: to me for a while. I'm going to calm down if you talk to me for a while. Man, I got you know? like, I'm on live. I got like five, six traumas. just said her voice is so soothing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. So, I've been called Zen since college. And then- same thing with you. I was on Facebook. I wanted to put the poet Zen, and Facebook kept telling me that I was too short. And so I had to come up with another name. And then Ashe was in the conscious community a lot. And I kept looking up the word. I kept looking up the word. I was like, that is a dope word. Mm. And then I, I adopted it because, again, faith, right? I'm a writer. There were things I wanted my writing to do. I wanted it to touch people. I wanted it to influence people. I wanted it to inspire people. I wanted it to soothe people. So speak those things and be not as though they were. Mm -hmm. Speak what you wanted to existence. So I named myself that for a reminder to myself of intention. Mm -hmm. Because you set an intention that you were going to be funny. You were going to make people laugh. You were going to bring joy, enjoyment. That was your intention that you set. You set an intention that you had a gift.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And so I set an intention that I wanted my words to inspire and to uplift and to bring peace. And so I think that it's really powerful when we put faith in our words and we put mm-hmm. faith in ourselves. And so what made you call yourself Gifted Joe?
4: Well, first, my name is Joseph. So that's just Joe is short for that. But um Gifted as. Is- been a word that's been around me since i was a child my um <clears throat> my father was hey he was a barber before that's what i do during the daytime i am a barber and uh he had his own business it was uh gifted hands so um the word's been around me all my life man and it's i feel like it suits me well because um i do feel like i has i have a gift as far as not with just being a DJ or being a barber just with anything I feel like I put faith into or put my mind to um, I feel like God has blessed me with the talent to adjust and to be um, able to achieve success in anything I basically put my mind to so that's what gifted comes from it's been you know it's been it's like a what's the word they use um, like how you names whole power you know what I'm saying so I feel like me saying that I am gifted is because I am. I can, oh. I have the ability to achieve anything.
0: I love that, and we have a lot of uh, power in names, as you said. Um, going back to the Bible, you know, I was raised from fifteen till about. 40-something, reading Mm. the Bible. Mm. Um, I've left church, but you can't leave what Mm. you were taught. And also, you don't always need to leave Mm -hmm. what you were taught. Sometimes you need to keep hold of it. Um, But when there was a destiny change in the Bible, when Abram needed to go to another level, Mm. God changed his name to Abraham. Mm -hmm. When Sarah, she was Sarai, she became Sarah, you know, and then even if you look at Jesus, how many names does he have? He's the lion. Mm -hmm. He's the lamb. He's the Rose of Sharon. Mm -hmm. He's every role is a different name, you Mm -hmm. know, and even God El Shaddai, Mm -hmm. you know, Elohim and on and on Yahweh and so on and so forth. Names have power and faith. Sometimes we need to rename ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we need to Think about who we want to be and and begin to speak that into existence, you know. And there's a power in that and naming that. And there's also a power in what we name our shows, hmm. what we name our albums. What is the name of your album? Self-Healing. Self-Healing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and your name is? Tell the people your name. My name is
3: Imani. I'm a neo-soul artist from Galveston County. Yes. Bringing it back for the generation because we need it. Mm-hmm. We need it.
0: So why did you name your album Self Healing? Um this is my uh
3: second time coming out actually like doing music professionally. So um it's time for a change basically. <laughs> it's time for a change, you know.
0: So we have a lot of people in the room who have vision. You know, faith is tied to vision cuz mm-hmm. you have to see where you're going and you have to You may not know all the steps to get there. We were talking mm-hmm. about that in the room. But you have to have a vision of where you're headed and be um, able to step out or in some people even say, take a leap mm-hmm. of faith. you know so you said, and this is blowing my mind, you know, because you're young, 26, that you're a full hmm? 27 27, I'm sorry, 27. You said you're a full-time artist, right? Okay, so what made you take that? As I said, leap of faith into like leaving a nine to five and saying, I'm going to do this full time. I'm going to believe oh, in myself.
2: Okay. I said I'm a full time entrepreneur.
0: Full time entrepreneur.
2: I am okay. a full time artist, but it, uh, my day job, I'm a barber as well. I Me and him work at the um, next week, barbershop.
0: Oh, so you own your own barbershop. Nah. Yeah. What?
2: Well, yeah, for the podcast, yeah, we doing barber shop. No, let me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might be some women watching. Uh, no, let me <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nah, I hope you forget I'm funny. But um, now nah, we just both uh, working the same barber It was crazy how everything came about. Like we have a story. Like one day we probably gonna tell our story how we made and just the progress of me and him and the growth is crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean. Life is a journey. You know, mm-hmm. I heard um, this woman say, I don't even know her name. Sometimes I just, you know, you drive down the street and you turn in channels and you hear somebody mm-hmm. say something. And you just stop and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't even know who you are. But let me listen for a little longer. This woman said, people think life is a train ride. You get on, you have a destination, you're going to get off at that destination. Mm-hmm. She said, it's not a train ride. She said, it's a sailboat. Hmm. you have to go where the winds blow you. Hmm. And sometimes you have to try to move the sail because you're going in a different direction. The current's taking you one way and you got to fight the current a little bit to go you know, the way you want to go. But she was like, it's not a train. It's a sailboat. And you have to flow with nature. You have to flow with what comes your way. And you have to have faith that because you have your compass, and you have your skills that you can handle the weather and the water to get to where you want to go. And I thought, wow, that's powerful. Life is not a train, it's a sailboat. It's, mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm. Because sometimes we don't want to flow with things. We don't want to, we just want to no, try to control boat. everything, oh, yeah. but we got to have faith that things will work mm-hmm. out, you know? And things will just go the way that we want it to go. Eventually, it may not be going that way at the moment. So I saw your post that you had done. How many shows this year? Or how many shows have you done?
2: We did um, We did 10 last year. Mm-hmm. We did 17 this year. And that's with me taking three months off. It was three months off this year. and I didn't do a show at all. So we um, 17 in total
0: awesome that's that's cool and it's a lot involved in putting a show together there's some faith you know in putting shows mm-hmm. together because you got to believe people are going to show up mm-hmm. both the customers and the artists oh yeah mm-hmm. for sure you know <laughs> you got to believe when you put all this time and energy into it that it's gonna it's gonna come out the way you want and then sometimes you have to just breathe and let it go
2: you you know you said what the problem is uh Enjoyment is a good example of that. Sometimes you get caught, so caught up in paying for everything, getting everybody there the set up and everything. You forget to enjoy the show. Mm. And you literally created something. You don't even enjoy what you just created because of the thing. So it's not to tell myself that when I'm scratched out or uh, I don't know, I'm paying for everything or this or that, or even if everything's not going right. Like we, some, One time we had a sound issue and it took us like an hour to fix it. So I started an hour late. It's all type of things that can happen with doing the show and we need to remember for me I have to remind myself to enjoy the show, enjoy the product, enjoy what you went in, sit back and watch the greatness that you did just did. And like you know what I'm saying? So sometimes we get caught up in it and you do show so sure you understand what I'm talking about. Yes, yes.
0: And we were talking about before, you were talking about when you're an artist and you being a DJ, you have a lot of uh influence. Mm-hmm. On the energy in the room, oh, yeah. on the vibe in the room, and also having the faith. You have to have some confidence that you can walk into a room mm-hmm. of a whole bunch of different personalities, mm-hmm. a whole bunch a of bunch. different backgrounds, and pick the right kind of music to get everybody in the same kind of mm-hmm. group. So how do you do that? Like, what What gives you the faith to you know, get everybody enjoying themselves and get everybody in the moment and get everybody flowing together on that one body. Cause I know everybody in this room has been in a club or in a show Mm -hmm. when you got everybody going the same way at the same time and the energy Mm -hmm. in the room is just building, building, building. And it's just like, it's like this living, breathing Mm -hmm. organism and you feel As an artist, Mm -hmm. that's what we live for. When you're singing and you can put the mic out there and (laughs) they just want every word. Or as a poet, when people know my lines, you know, and I Mm could just, you know, and it's just building people to that point and even having the faith that they're listening, Mm -hmm. that they're following. You know, so as a DJ, like, how do you, as you said it, crowd control? How do I feel you do it
4: that? takes a lot of research, I'll say, um, meeting a lot of people. Uh, I I feel like a lot of times I can walk into a crowd and just by looking at it, everybody, I can kind of kind of guess what 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 music fits the vibe, you know what I'm saying? So uh, and it has a lot to do with um, having your, you know, what I'm saying your repertoire as far as uh my music, you know you want to make sure you have a nice selection, I can pretty much go anywhere with it. so that's where a lot of my faith comes in in my uh music selection and me just having a good rapport with different types of people
0: and I wanted to bring you in because as <clears throat> I think poets and singers have in common that we have to and comedians too, we sometimes have to like cut our hearts open Mm -hmm. and just (laughs) let everybody see our flaws and our pain and Mm -hmm. our struggle. And, and you try to make people laugh with it. We try to make people connect to it Mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of go on a journey with us. Um, so how do you have the faith to do that and, and to just open up and be vulnerable? I think because, (coughs) um, you
3: know, when you're younger, you have, like, a lot of experiences that you can't really open up about because you don't have nobody to talk to, really. if that makes sense. You know, certain people judge you. Certain people look at you crazy, you know. Um, I, you know, basically overcoming childhood, you know, drama, childhood experiences that not a, you know, a child shouldn't really go through, if that makes sense. So, you know, I just, I'm ready for everybody to come in, you know, understand my pain, understand, you know, what I go through in a daily life
0: you know understanding your pain another thing i was driving one day and i don't know who said this it might have been eckhart tolle or somebody and they said you either transform your pain or you transmit your pain and i thought that was so powerful and i think when we come together as artists we transform our pain we take our pain and we turn it into art. Mm-hmm. We turn it into lyrics. We turn it into beats. We turn, I mean, I gonna tell you, I can feel like some artists come to mind with pain, Eminem. Mm-hmm. He comes to mind when I think about pain. Some of his songs, I could just feel the heartache and the pain well, in that what's the, song. What's the one that
2: everybody <laughs> thinks of so, when they think about pain when they go to Eminem?
0: The one where he's talking about his daughter is one when he was talking about like like his daughter talking about he was never there. I talked about the
2: the one about his mama. Yeah, (laughs) he had to stop. He actually made up with his mama. Had to stop doing that at shows because his mama's relationship. It's actually a follow up to that song, and I watch the music video all the time. I'm sorry, mama. Yeah. I never meant to hurt. No, i never meant yeah, to but... make you cry. But tonight, I'm cleaning out my closet. And he talks about how terrible of a mom she was. Oh, yeah. So there's actually a song where he, um, it's a newer song. Mm-hmm. And never, never, nowhere near as probably as he was, where he makes up with his mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's talking to his mom. And he talking about how he doesn't do that song anymore. It shows. And it's such a beautiful song. And I hate that. He's just not as popular as he was. And it's one of those songs on the album that didn't hit. Mm. Eminem's a very deep person. I think mm. that it's super dope to be able to put that type of pain and emotion of somebody being a bad mom into a song and getting rich off of it. It's kind of a, <laughs> a bittersweet feeling. Like, think about it. Like, the yin and the yang and that. Like, this is a terrible. This hurt me so much. Oh, yeah. Now nah, I'm a millionaire. Like, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get what
0: you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> You know, but I mean, um, I was talking to you guys before we started the podcast about how I'm writing a new book. And and uh, when you're writing lyrics, Mm -hmm. poetry or a book, you know, um, or even comedy, I'm sure you sometimes have to dig deep. And then sometimes you have to not even worry about what people are going to think. You just have to. This is my truth. Mm
1: -hmm. This is my
0: truth. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to spit my truth. You know, I have that that. That slogan, Poetic Justice, Spit Truth, that was a show that I did. Um, and then the people love the little slogan so much. I actually made that and I've been selling that shirt and mugs and everything since then with that, that whole, you know, vibe there, spitting truth, you know, but just having the faith that when you spit your truth, somebody's going to hear it. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to resonate with it. Somebody's going to appreciate the openness and the honesty and the transparency that you have, you know, and, and, and then at the end of the day, they're going to kind of enjoy it. Like you were saying, you're going to make, you might not make a million dollars just yet, but mm-hmm. you might make a little bit of money, you know, a little bit of get a couple of followers cause they enjoyed it, you know? So let's talk about um, the holiday season and, and like, Enjoying what? What brings you guys enjoyment? Like during the holiday season, or just in general? Like, how do you enjoy yourself?
2: You ask me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just gotta find a a good, good thing for me for the holidays. I'm a very, very busy person to be able to sit down and take a break for a day. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna work on Christmas. And I work seven days a week, so just taking a day off to rest and be around people that you care about it. Receive gifts, give them gifts. You know, it's more blessed to give than receive. So just to be able to give somebody something that's thoughtful and see their reaction to it is a good feeling for me. And just the rest, just sit around and relax and enjoy the, the, the holiday and everything that comes with it.
0: So before I move on to him, comedy, like how did you get started? Because a lot of people think of when they think of enjoyment, they think of laughter, they think of just busting a gut and just, you know, rolling on the floor and they think of the people that really make them laugh. So you told us that people said you were always funny but how did you decide like you wanted to get on stage because there's a lot of people that are funny but they don't ever get on stage with it. So how did you decide that you wanted to kind of take it to that level?
2: Well, first of all, just because you're funny doesn't mean you can be a stand-up comedian and I say that because there's people who are hilarious that doesn't know how to transition that into being a stand-up comedian. Um, People been telling me my whole life that I was funny. And I was working, I'm still a barber, but I was working in a barber shop. And we were, you know, trash talk it was the biggest thing. And um I was the best trash talk in the shop. So it got to the point where people were like, stop, like, yo, bro, you funny. Like, hey, no, bro. Like, all jokes aside, bro, like, you're funny, like the 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 way that you just painted that picture and I'm laughing, like having the whole shop laughing. Da, 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 da. So I could like bro, you need to be a comedian. It, it, it'll get to the point where I'm hearing it every day. You know, I was like, man, y'all me. So one day I was on the phone with my mom and one of my cousins had did something, man. I don't like people playing my mom So I was like 10 my cousin "I'm like, why over there with that dusty? Like I was going in <laughs> and my mama was laughing. My mom was stopping. She was like, baby, I can't breathe, baby. Baby, she's like, Listen to me. Listen to me you need to go downtown and you need to tell some of these jokes and make us some money.
1: Hmm.
2: And it was like, I stopped what I was doing. I like sat down and like I had been hearing this for years. But like when my mama was told me, it was like, it hit different. My mama kind of a serious person. So for her to tell me to go be a comedian, which is, that's, that's not something that I call my mama mouth. Hmm. So I went and tried it. Um, and I did so bad. I so said I ain't never doing this again. So uh, what happening was, a uh, comedian, Marley Marley, you probably know him, yeah, uh, came up to me afterwards. He had his backpack on, and he was like, yo, I came down here following my dream. Yo, you got some. And I was like, bro, that's my first time. He was like, yo, there's no way that that was your first time. And I was like, it definitely was. It's terrible. I don't like it. I'm not doing no more?" He said, man, I see something, and you keep going. Mm-hmm. So what really made me keep going was my best friend, um, shout out to Anthony Barber, um, it was, uh, I did my first show on a Thursday. Now, he was a lot funnier than me. He was a really big guy. And he told me, like, yo, this is what we're going to do. You did bad. I was going to try to stand up. I ain't never had enough to do it. So, what we're going to do is, I'm going to come with you. He was a real big guy. He said, if you start doing bad, I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to let you talk about me. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, did my comedy on Thursday. Um, was going next step back next Thursday to go try it again. And he died on Sunday. Oh, wow. So, for me, it was like, his whole life, people mm-hmm. had been standing him. Be a stand-up comedian, he told me just in that two days after I did stand-up, was three days from when I first tried standing up until he died, he was telling me, like, all he talked about was like, man, I always want to try it, man, I ain't never had the guts to do that. Man, for me, I'm gonna be there, bro. I can't do it. I'm just saying, he was so much, you guys, Joe, like, he was funnier than me. Like, I'm funny, but that man, there was a clown. Mm. So, for me, it was like I had to do it for both of us. And that was three years ago. We ain't look back since. Mm. Mm. All
0: right, I'm gonna come to you in a second, but You just kinda sent chills down my spine because when I started this podcast, right? Let's let me go back before I started. So I had a show, laughs and lyrics. I still have it. I still do it. I just don't do it as much. Um, I used to do it every week and then I did it every month. And then COVID happened. (laughs) And then I've done it twice this year. Um so it was a live comedy, music, and poetry show, and then we lost all our shows. And people said, oh, you have such a nice voice. You should do a podcast. And I was always the person behind the camera. I was the one putting the camera on the artist. I was not wanting to be in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I had no desire to be in front of the camera. I was kind of introvert. People were like, you have a great voice. You should do a podcast. You should you know, do a YouTube. People listen to you, all this stuff. So I had a best friend in New York. And I called him up. I was like, you know, people say this, people say this. Say, I should do a podcast. I'm going to do this class. Now, I talked to my sister. My sister gave me the money for the class because I didn't have the money. I had lost all my shows, all eight shows I had planned for, like, the next. The summer was a busiest season for me, right? I'm not mm-hmm. teaching. I'm just doing shows. Mm-hmm. So I had all these shows lined up and knew I was going to make, you know, all of this. I, had, I mean, I'm I got all this stuff planned, right? None of that happened. My sister gave me the money for the podcast class. I'm starting to take this class. It's technical. It's it's all kind of stuff. And I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. I call my best friend in New York. I'm like, man, this is technical. Like there's a lot of stuff, like, you know, equipment and this and that. And I don't even know how I'm going to go about doing this. I, I don't know if I can buy all this equipment. I don't know if I can do this. And he kept telling me, you got this. When you set your mind to do something, whatever it is, it gets done. you got this. Hmm. And then he had a real potty mafias from New York. I mean, he would be like, blich, 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 blich. you got this <laughs> you know? You know so And I bring that up because he passed in August. So he got a chance to see me go top 10 global mm. with the podcast, but he was the, besides my sister. You know, he was the first person saying, I'm going to watch every show you do. I'm on, you know, everything you post, I will be your number one fan. I will be stalking you, you know,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and you got this. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. You know, you can do this. So it's faith sometimes doesn't just come from us. It comes from the people in our circle pushing us and saying, I got you. I'm going to be there. I mean, that was powerful for your friend to say, if you start doing bad, mm. I'm going to stand up mm. and I'm going to let you talk about me because he's just, that's some support, yeah. putting himself out there and saying, you know, use me as a buddy of your jokes. People are going to laugh at me, but we know, you mm. and I know what this is about. It's about mm. us and it's about me supporting you. That was very powerful. And, you know, sometimes people especially in our community, we don't always support each other like that. So it's beautiful when you have a story like that, when someone is willing to put themselves on the line for you, you know, and willing to just say, I'll even sacrifice in a sense, my dignity or my, my reputation or whatever you want to call it, for you to get some laughs and for you to get some confidence and for you to feel, you know, this gift that I see inside you, I believe in it so much that I will do this. You know, and my sister, like she told me, she was like, um, you come over sometimes and you talk to me. I gave her a massage and I was talking to her. I was like, I want you to relax your arms and relax your legs. She was like, she fell asleep. I was giving her the massage. She was like, I would pay you. Just to sit there and talk to me. She was like, when I told her I wanted to do a podcast, she was like, yeah, you'll make money doing that. I will pay for that. When do you, when do you need the money? You know? So, and I paid her back, but still, um, it's powerful faith. Sometimes people have more faith in us than we do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people, sometimes people push us to greatness, you know, um, and, and we owe them in a sense because, you know, we want to do our best for them in, in their, in their legacy, in their honor, Mm -hmm. you know, so I want to come to you, Mm -hmm. you know, like. We were talking about enjoyment. We were talking about having faith in yourself and, and what brings you enjoyment? You know, what what brings you joy?
4: What brings me, are we talking about just in general? Or, in general. Um, I will have to say the biggest joy I get now is probably my kids. I have two daughters um, and they really have been my inspiration to basically everything I've been, you know what I'm saying, trying to achieve. It's, you know what I'm saying, to for them, of course, but everything I've been, um, you know, tapping into is basically to, the long-term goal is uh, generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure when I'm gone, my kids are taken care of. So I feel like they're always my motivation. They're always my uh tool to keep pushing. And, of course, they bring me my joy. They bring me joy, man, you know, my little ones, so. <laughs>
0: So that's beautiful. Now, before I come to you, we talked about something before this podcast started and we were talking about faith. Sometimes people, women, are said to not have faith in black men. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people don't have faith in other people. Sometimes people think that everybody's out to get them and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But we have to have faith in each other. Not to say that you have to trust everybody you meet, Mm -hmm. but just don't think before you even meet them or get yeah. to know them that they all dirty. Right, right. You don't need to assume the other way. Give right. people <laughs> the benefit of the doubt until at least they show their true, fellas. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, you gave me a compliment, Mac. You said that I was at. Well, I'm gonna let you tell a story when you said I would breathe poetry. You know,
2: man. Okay. So, breathe poetry is shout out to Poetry Live and uh, everybody that's involved in breathe poetry. Um, it was, it's a platform. It's like you come in there and release. It's, it's different, very different poetry platform. If you've been to a poetry show, if you go to Breed Poetry, the vibe in there is just always so inviting. And so a lot of people tell really vulnerable poems So it was, every time she comes, like, I just remember this one time that stood out. It was like four women went before her and bashed men and talking about how men aren't this and they aren't that. And we, Predators and we dogs, and how bad we are, and how bad we hurt them, and da 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 da. And she walks up there with such confidence like her voice, y'all see it. She's gonna be a phone sex operator, like <laughs> like <laughs> her voice. <laughs> it just says this beautiful poem, uplifting not only men, but black men. And for me to be a black man and wake up every day with a target on my back when walking outside, and my neighbors looking at me sideways because we stand in a nice like neighborhood. So it's like to be the villain all day, every day. And for somebody to come speak up to us, like we superheroes was like, I remember this lady, like when she DM me, I was like, that's a lady from the park. Like I, I I spoke to her at the Tribeca. Did you remember me when I walked yeah, up to you? You did. You, you came
0: like beeline, right to me. And you were like, you are the one, <laughs> yeah. you are the one who says those great things about black men. I just wanted to thank you because just the, you just, you were like, I was like, Oh, Oh, oh! Thank you.
2: Yeah, you know? and then like yeah. it. Her man, her energy is so crazy because like that place is like everybody was sitting and vibing and their sections and it was so much going on and she's just like sitting by herself and her presence just so strong. Like, mm-hmm. yo, this lady. I don't, I don't know much about her, but she's like a very blessed individual. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you could just feel it on her.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and and you know. I started off with the point my name is Anache and um my my goal is to inspire but it's also to pass that inspiration on and hopefully have people see each other differently you know my mentor passed this August Baba Fana and he said that everybody's purpose was to be in harmony with mm-hmm. the creator with nature and with each other and that we all had the purpose to bring beauty harmony and communion to the earth and We can't bring beauty, harmony, and communion to the earth if we don't have any faith in each other. If we don't have any love for each other. If we think that, you know, all black men are bad and all black women are bad. And we don't realize that everyone is an individual and that we need to treat people the way we want to be treated. You know, somebody said, don't go by the golden rule. Go by the platinum rule. Mm -hmm. The golden rule is treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. The platinum rule is treat people the way you know that they would want to be treated like we talk about love languages, you know, like if I know that your love language is acts of service then maybe I need to wash your car. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't need to buy you a gift. Maybe I need to do something for you Mm -hmm. just because my love language might be something different. Doesn't mean I can go, you know, by my love language, Mm -hmm. you know? So when we know people, we need to give them what would give them joy. And, and that's part of like, you know, even in the giving season we're talking about, you can give people things from the heart, Mm -hmm. give them truth, give them, you know, give them faith, you know, give them hope, give them things that are more priceless than physical things. Mm -hmm. So what brings you joy, Mm Miss Imani? Um,
3: Honestly, once again, it's music. Like, it's, it's something about music that makes my body tingle. Like, I just feel in each and every song, which is crazy. Like, you can play something right now, and I can just, like, mm. feel what they went through or what they're talking mm. about, you know? It's, it's just music. It's just music.
4: That's like me, too. I have, um, music has been an outlet for me, really, all my life has been an outlet as far as, um, anything I'm going through, man. I got a, I got a song for it. So, <laughs>
2: hey, he's, like, really good at music. He just, he performed at the last show we did. Awesome, awesome.
0: So I wanted you to tell. I'm gonna kind of go around the room, kind of tell people what you have going on and where they can find you, and and also kind of what you kind of mentioned what what music means to you. You know what what does comedy mean to you?
2: Comedy. Um, I talked to well, my, my phone died, but. Smiley was on my live. Smiley's from New Orleans. She introduced me to Servi. Sherby. Survey's a um a seasoned comedian from New Orleans who's been doing comedy a very long time. They both came out. They drove all the way down here to my birthday party last year. Um the shout out to them. But um he was telling about companies like it's always needed. Laughter's always needed, no matter what's going on, no matter what's going on in the world, laughter's needed. You go to a comedy show, whether the show lasts an hour, or four hours, for four hours, you don't have any problems. You just get to sit there and laugh and forget about everything. You could be laying on your bills. You could have just got a divorce. You could have just got shot. Somebody could just die, and for four hours or an hour, whatever it is, you get to sit there and laugh and not think about nothing else. We create an escape for people. What we do is priceless. And there's always gonna be work no matter what happens. Even during the quarantine, I was getting booked for shows on Zoom and getting paid for them. I don't even know how these people knew me. That's it, it, we was killing these Zoom shows. Like, it was so weird at first. It was like I used to it. Like, the, what they did was we, you get to go your turn, everybody has their mic on, so you can hear them laughing. So you don't really get to see everybody, but you can hear the laughter while you're just sitting there talking. It's like, how I many of you sitting there talking? It was really weird. But even then we would still need it. Now when I tell you people made so much money doing Instagram live shows with the cash app tips and it don't stop in the crib, it don't stop like we need it. Like everybody can't make people laugh for I can make somebody people laugh. I can do a two hour set, like, you know what I'm saying? I can make people laugh non stop for two hours. I don't know where it comes from. Like I have a real gift, like so like is like I, some I didn't even I didn't even know I was a comedian, and this time I've been a comedian my whole life. If that makes sense.
0: Well, you know, going back to Oprah, I, I was listening to her earlier this week. She said, "In the seed is the the oak tree." You know, so meaning from birth some of us had gifts and they just keep growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. They get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And bigger. So some of us were born with gifts that just keep developing and keep developing. And then it's been coming out your whole life. Like people have been telling you you're funny your whole life. And now you're up on a stage making people laugh. Like I was it. a
2: class that's how I have my class see it Crazy enough. We on part six. Mm. of class clowns is originally uh, I did I had our class clowns and spread out to uh, class class elementary edition where we have kids started with kid comedians now we do all um, all genres but children is really dope we had po- child poet we had comedians we had child rappers it's really dope and um, for the class clowns means so much to me because I was a class clown I used to get out of the class for being a class clown I was just suspended oh. for being a class clown like it was frowned upon and now you're giving them uh, an outlet To, now to challenge more, it. Nah, in 15 minutes I can make some What somebody makes in a week of work You get what I'm saying That's a
0: blessing
2: <laughs> you, you get
4: what I'm saying yeah, yeah
0: I do So I wanted to come to you What does DJing
4: mean to you um, DJing means to me Means everything to me man it's, I Like I said before I love I love being able to bring joy to other people. You know what I'm saying? I love being able to put people in a state of happiness. Yeah. Um, anytime I, uh, like I say, anytime I DJ, you know, I kind of read the crowd. If I'm able to get the vibe right or if I'm hitting the music on point, they, oh yeah, DJ, that's what I'm talking about. Man, that's, every, that's everything to me. So yeah, DJ definitely brings me happiness. Is one of the main persons, reasons I jumped into it but uh oh yeah i love it love it
0: and what does what does performing mean to you i'm putting putting out this album self-healing mm. what does that mean
3: to um you? i i really 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 love it um it just it just makes me happy honestly it makes me forget about my problems it makes me forget about the song that's doing sunday night you know it makes me forget
0: for a little minute um it's just my getaway it's my getaway So I'm going to come around again and I'm going to let you guys tell people where to find you, you know, but we've been talking about it's the holiday season. um, And we've been talking about faith and enjoyment, having faith in yourself, Um, listening to people who have faith in you. Sometimes we don't. It takes the universe five, six, seven, eight, (laughs) ten times to Mm -hmm. get through to us. Mm -hmm. It keeps telling us you have a gift, you have a gift, you have a gift, Mm -hmm. but we don't have the faith in ourselves, but we need to. We need to listen to that prompting because I know I've been guilty of it. People have been telling me to do a podcast for probably about three years before I did it. How many How many years do you think people have been telling you to go on stage before you did it?
2: It's crazy. actually ties back into the kids thing. That's why I started it mm-hmm. since I was a little kid. People were telling me I was funny. Like when I was like five, mm-hmm. I didn't start doing comedy until I was twenty four.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I believe that everything happens in a perfect time, but. I think that there are some people who do miss their window of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And um I would hate for anybody out there in the audience to be that person. So if you are sitting on the fence, mm-hmm. on your gift, here on this December 19th, we're getting ready to go into a new year. Have faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. Have faith in that gift that's in you. You know, realize that you can bring enjoyment to people. Realize that you can uplift people. Realize that you can provide people an escape through your music, mm-hmm. through DJing, through comedy, through poetry, whatever your gift is. Um you might have a new invention that might be oh, your maybe. way to bring escape to somebody. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, think about all the different things that have made our lives so much better. If a person sat on that, where would we be? I mean, if, you know, yeah. Albert Einstein has sat on the, the, or Edison has sat on the light bulb, we still be using candles. You it's know what crazy. I mean? It's
4: crazy you actually say that because uh, one of the other Berbers that works at the shop with us, Jay, I mean McIntyre, his name is JV. He's uh, honestly one of the most lyrical artists, mm-hmm. rap artists I've ever met. You know what I'm saying, he's my and uh, rapper of all time. facts. And he, um, and he, uh, we asking, you know, a lot of people asking a lot of time. that he hears me, it's like, hey man, like what you doing? Why you ain't trying to? He's like, man, he just don't. It's not what he wants to do anymore. You know what I'm saying? And what you with what you said, uh, it kind of brought that point to me. I actually told him one time, he's like, man, a lot of times God will gift us with things that aren't even for us. You know what I'm saying? He'll instill something in you to be a blessing to somebody else. Like your lyrics have power behind him man, like the he things he man. raps about if we
2: played you some of his music right now you'd be like this man should be famous like mm. he cuts hair every day like we mm. tell him he just won't listen to this
0: well you know my mentor who passed he said the orange tree doesn't produce orange oranges to drink hmm. the fruit the orange tree produces oranges for people to take the hmm. oranges and mm. be nourished it's whole purpose is just to give away and that's the same thing with any any fruit tree you know the apple tree or whatever the pecan tree the banana tree it produces fruit for the fruit to nourish other people Mm -hmm. you know and so our fruit our gift it helps us to be fulfilled but it's for everybody else Mm -hmm. you know we were put here because we fill a void um, everyone in this room, everyone on the, in the audience, you fill a void. There's something that you have that nobody else has. Just like your fingerprints are unique to you, mm. you know. <clears throat> so as we get ready to go into this 2022 year, you know, be thinking about what you have inside of you. You know, I I wrote a guided journal. And you could zoom in on that. And it's been four days on the bestseller list on Amazon. So I'm excited okay. about that. but. <laughs> It is definitely um, something that came out of COVID. Um, I talked about transforming your pain so you don't transmit it. That—that's my transforming my pain so I don't transmit it. Um, and taking the pain of of losing shows, taking the pain of grief. You know, I had um, eleven people die on me in the last seven years. Taking that and and finding beauty in it. You know, um, and so everybody has struggled. Mm -hmm. But we have the faith that we can move through it and then we can look at the people who've been put in our life. You know, we all have been blessed with people that came into our life, that spoke into our life, that uplifted us, that showed us they have faith in us. You know, like your friend, that's powerful, you know, and and your children you know, you were given them as a gift because you know you're there for them, mm-hmm. and they're there to inspire you. You know, it's a, a symbiotic, you know, relationship, and it's a beautiful thing. So we have to cherish the people that we have, and and cherish those relationships, and then, you know, enjoy them, especially in this holiday season. And so I want you guys to tell people where to find you so i'll start with you so how do people find you find your music <laughs> you can find me on
3: facebook at imani i-m-m-a-n-i-e gal g-a-l or you can find me on instagram twitter you know i put little projects up there from time to time at only imani o-n-l-y i-m-m-a-n-i-e underscore remember my name <laughs> for mm-hmm. real because i'm finna be up that you mm-hmm. finna be up there. Awesome, and already?
4: you can find me on Instagram at G-J-T-H-A-D-J. That's G-J the D-J. Um, that's really the only social media platform I'm really using right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: And do you have any projects coming out, because I know you seem to be doing a lot of stuff a lot of times, or do you just want to direct them to your social media, so they can no, see everything?
2: I, um, two weeks from today, I'm shooting my second comedy special, Jokes for Sale. Wow. Um, the first time comedy it was Funny Money. Um, I stopped selling it because I just feel like I'm so far past where I was at when I made that. I don't want that to think that's my level of talent now. So, this Jokes for Sale has ranged a lot to me because literally, like, this is me going to another level. I went from featuring and Hosting shows tonight, I'm headlining a lot, we finna just hit Dallas, and I finna headlining Dallas, and Mm -hmm. I think I have four or five headlines in January alone, and to come out, um, I actually have my mentors opening up for me, so it's kind of dope, and nerve-wracking at the same time, because we're getting everything together, the flyer's not out yet, we're behind on everything, but it gotta happen, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I sent off the deposit for my uh, video today, and now it's kind of real, so... Soon my second comedy special, three professional cameramen with three four K cameras. Like we got this dope, dope club. Mm-hmm. Um, every day found the place that we doing the sneaker ball theme. So it's gonna be suits and sneakers. I'm a huge sneaker Like I got some Jordan fours on right now. Like I love shoes. To be in, incorporate everything I love into one night. My mom stays six hours away. She's coming. My mm-hmm. um, uncle's coming. My brothers coming. My cousins coming. My aunts coming. And for these people to drive six hours to come see me the support every time I call my mom three more people coming Mm -hmm. and it's so real and I gotta make it happen the work work is gonna take to make this happen is ridiculous Mm -hmm. but yeah I'm shooting my second comedy special the first one I swear to god I woke up in that morning I signed for the the comedy special and I called the videographer and we shot a comedy special and I did it totally wrong the show was out of order Um, we started (laughs) late as hell we started the show three hours late my jokes were all over the place I was supposed to do 15 minutes I did 30 minutes like but everybody loved it Mm. and I hate it every mm. time I watch this comedy special I just know I'm so much better than that you know what I'm saying mm. so the shoot wouldn't be prepared we've been playing for six months so now it's like uh it took us forever to find a club that can accommodate what I was trying to do mm. Uh some of the uh, the prices of these clubs trying to hold just many people so everything's coming together but not I feel like it should be done already you know what I'm saying <laughs> so it's like fresh gritty, but yeah so I'm shooting the second comedy special gonna be 30 minutes long jokes for sale um Man, I just can't <clears> wait for it to... <laughs> what, what is this how bad if I say I can't wait for this to be over because it's so much worse <laughs> to get <into. laughs>
0: I think everybody in yeah. this room knows what that feels like. Oh, yeah. Probably a lot of people out there too when you have been oh, it's like you're tired of the sleepless night, you're tired yes. of the whole hey,
2: to-do yes. no list. It's like so no much. No flyers yes. out. My flyer person going through something, I gotta find another <laughs> flyer person. we a month behind a promotion Like it's like Bro It has to happen A lot right. But um, somebody said If everything going right You're doing something wrong mm. They say when all the forces of evil are Trying to stop something You're doing something right Praise mm. God And God gonna make a way mm. So We done sold out of show In four days before <coughs> uh, Over a hundred people in the club So I hate getting in situations like that But I know how to handle them
0: So See, faith, 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 yeah. speaking faith.
2: I didn't expect to say all that. You got that. I don't know how you got that out of
3: me. So, <laughs> baby. For real. For, for, for. <laughs>
0: well, I am Zenashe. That's Z-E-N-A-S-E. And my guided journal, Zenergize Your Life, can be found on Amazon. Um, It is basically a toolbox of things that you can use, um, affirmations, music, books, journal prompts, uh, visualization prompts, reflection prompts, all kinds of different um, icons in there that you can write in. You can write in a separate journal to help you do vision boards, to help you goal set, to help you really focus your vision and also mind hacks, you know? For example, I'm gonna give you guys a little mind hack. You guys all love music. So if you pick a song, and you say an affirmation with that song whenever you hear that song, whenever you play that song, you know we know the songs can take us back to a time and place. Mm. After you do that for a while, whenever you hear that song, that affirmation will pop up in your head automatically.
2: Mm. I actually have a, a morning playlist of songs that um, that that have um, mantras in them, stuff like that. That's like good. Wale has a song called um, I think it's called Scarface, Rose and Gotti. But mm-hmm. no, 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 the money be coming in. I used to play Running Back. The it's money be coming in. I can't remember the name of the song. It's on, um, the money be coming in. The that's money that's be coming right. in. The right. money. Yeah, the Running Back. Yeah. So I listen to that. I used to listen every morning. Right now I'm listening to uh, Schoolboy Q Break the Bank. He's like, this rapping got to work. Like, he's like, now nah, I'm about to break the bank. Money be on my mind. I swear to God, I was into that song, and I found that dollar on the ground. I just brought this thing with. (laughs) That's
0: because you get into, you know, okay, I'm going to just give you guys another mind hack out there, okay? I don't know who said this, but they talk about, oh, man, I'm chasing this money. I'm chasing this money. I'm chasing this money. Stop saying that. Let it come to you. Yeah. Attract it. Yeah, the money become, be coming in. It's coming in. <laughs> become what you want, meaning become the vibration of what mm. you want. Become a prosperous vib- vibration, and it will become becoming to you. You won't need to chase it. It will be coming to you. You know. So begin to attract it. So, you know, there's so many things. It, you know, that book that I wrote mm-hmm. is. I've done 40 years of journaling. I've been a teacher for 26 years. I've read 52 books almost this year alone. That book is a culmination of like everything I learned about goal setting, everything I learned about visualization, meditation. How do you make your dreams come true? How have I done it? How have I seen people do it? It can be done. You can actually transform your life step by step by step by step. And I'm still on the journey. I have not. I have not reached the pinnacle, and even when you reach the pinnacle, there's a whole nother pinnacle after that pinnacle.
2: um, You know, crazy. You was talking about brief poetry. Poetry live was telling me that there's no pinnacle.
1: Yeah,
2: Um, because I just had the biggest, uh, the biggest night of my comedy career on Friday. And yeah. not gotta show the you, you gotta keep rolling like you can't you, you gotta as
0: long mm-hmm. as you're above ground,
2: yeah, there's other goals to
0: reach. You know, so this one spent four days on the Amazon bestseller list. The next one I want it to be on there longer. Okay, you know, the next, hey, one, gonna be, might,
2: huh? the next one gonna be number one.
0: Well, there you <laughs> okay. go. Yeah. I just been spoken into existence. Yeah. So I accept that. So it. I hope you enjoyed our conversation about faith, about enjoyment, about going for your dreams, about really enjoying this holiday season enjoying the people that have been put into your life you know speaking the things that you wanted to existence naming yourself properly meaning you may need to speak some affirmations over yourself Hmm. you know and i'm gonna give you one more mind hack before we go a lot of times people say i am i am i am and that's great but you can also get in the mirror and say to that person in the mirror. You are. Mm -hmm. That's very powerful to talk to yourself from you perspective, where you're basically Mm. in a sense coaching yourself and you're looking yourself in the eye. It will transform your life. Mm. It will do it, you know, it will. So it's a powerful thing for you to, to look at yourself and talk to yourself in the mirror. And say you
2: don't let people see you doing that because they're gonna think you weird. But that's a real thing. Me and my homeboys talking about that. I'm like, bro, you crazy as hell. <laughs> and I did an accident one day. Now I do it like almost daily.
0: It will change one other mind. I'm seeing. I'm giving you Christmas <laughs> gifts. Christmas gifts. Christmas gifts. Power pose. Look it up. Okay, men do the Superman pose. Women do the Wonder Woman pose, and then do your affirmations. Two minutes. <laughs> When you when you change your physical being, when you stand confidently, your shoulders back, your head up, and you speak to yourself, your brain believes it even more. It encodes it in a different way than if you're all slouched over and just talking like, uh, you know, it's a totally different vibration. So mm-hmm. power pose with affirmations, saying you, you know, looking yourself in the mirror. I got
2: one more to add to that. My homeboy just told me, he said, for 10 minutes a day, close your eyes and picture the life that you want.
0: Mm.
3: Yes.
2: And the 10 minutes, the first time you do is it, it's going to be for like forever. You do it every day. The 10 minutes going to be like for like a minute. And just picture yourself waking up, what your house look like, what you eating for breakfast, what kind of car you getting in, what are you doing that day. Like, let's say, okay, you were singing, right. Picture yourself waking up. You got a studio in your house. You go in there. Freaking Michael made it in there you know what I'm saying yeah. like I'm giving you mm-hmm. get out now you get in a Lamborghini you driving you got a show boom you go there they paying you money before you walk in the show It's a hundred people outside to A 1,000 people 10,000 mm-hmm. people you know what I'm saying you shine out of grass oh thank you so much you are not in a limo you go to a, your second show you go in the back door you come out on stage and you leave out the back door like you know what I'm saying I'm giving mm-hmm. you the example like really every detail of your day think about that's 10 minutes that's a long time if you're dating somebody, picture that person next to you when you wake up in the morning, you know what I'm saying? Like, are they going with you where you're going? Like, I think that deeply into it every day.
0: Also, journaling. Like he said, write out your ideal life. What would it be like if you, use what if. What if I had whatever I wanted? Write it down. What if I could be whatever I wanted? Write it down. Because... Really, the only limitations are those in our minds, and we can accomplish so much more. A year ago, when we started this podcast, he and I brought him in to film me. I didn't even have an inkling that I was going to write a book a year ago. Mm -hmm. I knew eventually, eventually on my bucket list, I wanted to write three books. (laughs) It was not on my agenda Mm -hmm. to write it this year, okay? But- I've written three books in a year. Two of them I've been selling. This one, this is volume two and volume one. And the volume one just spent four days on the Amazon bestseller list. But a year ago, I didn't even know any of this was gonna
3: happen. I don't
2: think happen. we're giving that enough credit, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's <been> on the <laughs> Amazon big. bestseller list that's top big. 10 for four days. Yeah. Like yeah. that's big, yo. Like, that's big. Like, I don't like I ain't wanna, you know, she's not trying to, She' being all humble, not mm-hmm. trying to take the shine off of us. But four days On Amazon Do you know how much Stuff is spent on Amazon A day Amazon's There's, the biggest Platform yeah. in the world Like yeah. The owner's a billionaire He has so much money He can spend a billion dollars A day every day And be good And she's on his platform For four days On the biggest It's like Walmart of online Do you understand okay. that? <laughs> like, I'm, give this yes, lady some, like, yo, four yes. days, yo, it's not Thank like a day. You. Yeah. If you want that for a minute, you should feel blessed. Yeah. She's been running for four days straight. 24, 24, 24, that's like over, that's a hundred hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm, I'm being for real, cause I wasn't gonna say nothing. I just like, yo, that, like, I was telling everybody, like, bro, I'm this lady podcast, and she, <laughs> She's top 10 in the world yeah. on Amazon. And everybody's like, bro, you really doing something out here? You got a purpose. She ain't 10 was going to be in her uh, back room. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like yo, this is oh, dope.
0: Um, yeah, there are 33 million books on Amazon. And, uh she
2: in the top 10? Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, in yeah. New Thought. Now, Now, I'm in the top 10. Well, I was in the top 10 on, on new releases. So if you were to look in all of the books I'm not in top 10 but new releases it don't matter what, what I'm just I'm trying to clarify no, I, don't I don't care know. people don't, don't look, you know, I want to life. just make sure people know we telling the truth don't downplay it don't downplay <laughs> don't it I'm don't downplay. Not downplay. Stop, stop, being stop being
2: humble I don't want to say <laughs> hey look stand up on the table hey mm-hmm. we selling books She's shipping <laughs> off boxes of books. Do y'all understand? It's books mm-hmm. moving. <laughs> Dope. Go Packing the middle is gone. You hear me? Yes, yes, mm-hmm.
0: yes. So um, thank you guys for joining us. We've had a blast talking about faith, talking about enjoyment. We have enjoyed ourselves here. Mm-hmm. And so I have Imani with me. Mm-hmm. And I had DJ Gifted Joe, D- DJ G. I cannot say G's age. I cannot say it's <laughs> just.
4: <laughs> G.J. the DJ. DJ.
0: And Mackie you funny. That's a tongue twister. I mean, it's like I love my own it tongue. Too. Is. I love that.
3: Yes. I love it's it. It's beautiful, though. I love seeing people do a that. Can do gospel before we get off? <laughs> know, sure. I'm going to just sing a little bit. Oh. Oh, I'm <laughs> waiting on
4: it. Come on now. <laughs> Me too. I sure was going to Then she's
3: going to sing. Why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadows come and why should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven's my home when jesus is my fortune A constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches me. That's all I'm giving. Beautiful. Right, beautiful.
4: Beautiful.
0: Well, thank you guys for joining us as we talked about faith and enjoyment. And I hope you enjoy the holiday season. Happy New Year. Mm -hmm. Happy Kwanzaa. This is Imani. That's the, you know, word for faith in Kwanzaa. Um, And may you walk in synergy. Have a great night. My name is Zena Shea and I've just released a guided journal to Amazon called Zenergize Your Life Volume 1 and I wanted to tell you a little bit about it. It is a guided journal that has a lot of different ways that we learn in it. So you can see here as you look at it, it has a place for you to put a song. Songs help us to be triggered. You know, we go back to places in our mind, we go back to events in our mind. Well, what if you pick a song to help you remember your goals? So every time you hear that song, it reminds you of what you want to accomplish and that becomes a positive trigger in your life movies have stories in them. We learn from stories. That's why we teach stories to kids. That's why myths were the first way that people learned about the cultural values of their tribes. So when you look at a movie now, you can be thinking about what can I learn from this movie? How can it help me to really focus on my goals and focus on the people who accomplish those goals before me? Books are ways to shift our paradigm. So when you look at each topic, you can decide what book, do I want to read or maybe take plenty of guppies and other dating misadventures, lust, loss, and lessons of love from 101 dates, a memoir told in poetry and prose read by the author. Senache I believe that no experience is a waste. It either taught me what I desire or what I should deny my time and energy. Life is a school that gives us the test and then the lesson. So here are the lessons I learned on this seven-year journey. Hopefully these lessons will enrich your life. They certainly enrich mine. You can save this list for later as each lesson is written at the end of each chapter but I included it on page two for those who might be curious or want it later as a reference. Happy reading. Chapter one attitude. I belong to that classification of women that men don't think exist single by choice and content. Many men fathom themselves, fairy godfathers warning women to wed, settle down, commit before the clock strikes old age and we're left in the cinders with only birds and cats as company. Once their warnings might have stuck, but that was years ago, before my odyssey. I started out like most young women, a virgin, saving myself, fearful of sex like a roller coaster I'd always wanted to ride but couldn't truly picture myself climbing on. Pregnancy and STDs, enough of a threat to keep me on the kiddie rides, safe and secure and thrillless. Marriage came and went, long, unfulfilling, outside of my children. Not at all like people said it would be. Divorce, for me, signaled a new beginning. Enter the first online profile. I posted a pic, wondering if any man would even notice me, and got 100 inboxes in three days. The ugly duckling was a swan, it seemed. And I was ready after being attention and sex star for years. This was a chance to see how the single, ready to mingle, half-lived. I lined up 16 meeting greets in as many days, and in waltzed JJ. JJ. Dad bod, but with the smooth practice air of a man who knew how to Mac. He was just what I wanted, needed, craved. A good listener, patient, willing to give me as much sex as I could handle, and after nine years of dealing with impotence, I could handle a lot. He was wine and flowers and soft jazz romantic. Taught me I was multi-orgasmic, something I didn't know, although I'd been married twice and was 43 years old. He was fun, carefree, and asked for nothing. I was spoiled. I didn't have to cook, clean, wash, put up with B.S.